if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host Sylvia and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is April of 2021, a beautiful spring day here in Ireland once again. We are heading into the time of year where the current academic season is starting to wind down, the exam sessions are starting to come in and students are starting to do their revisions and their preparations for the exam period. And some clever parents and clever people who want to plan for developing a new skill start doing their research at this time of the year before the summer session kicks in and many of these institutions are shut down for the summer holidays. And they are wise because I can't tell you how many times I have met students parents of students looking for good tutors, good schools of music and more in the beginning of each academic year and ending up that they can't find a suitable tutor for their needs simply because they left it too late, they didn't book in early enough and they lost out. Now today's episode is just a few ideas, four key points today that I'm going to cover on what good tutors do with their students and these are four key points that I want you to remember that when you're trying to choose your new tutor or you want to try and get into a particular kind of school of music these four points are covered. Now we'll just go through them one by one. The first point concerning finding a new tutor is any good tutor worth their salt should develop a good musical foundation as they're tutoring their students. And this incorporates music theory, genres of many genres of music. Now in episode 57, I gave you an outline of the different genres of music that any student should expose themselves to as they proceed from the novice stages into the intermediate stages and above. So you can refer back to episode 57 for that. But generally speaking, good tutors should incorporate musical theory as part of the overall musical education that they're providing their students. They should learn how to read music. They should start doing music exams from a young age to have a goal there set in place that that student has to go for. I have also seen over years of my tutoring that those students who don't do these very things, meaning do have a goal at the end of the season, they tend to get lethargic and they're not driven to achieve the required skill to get past that threshold of getting a good exam result. 
So it's very useful from that point of view. You don't have to stay with exams for your entire musical uh, experience within lessons. However, I believe they are a good opportunity to create that goal at the end of the year. The second thing a good tutor does is they work on developing confidence in the student. Over the years, I would say a large, probably the larger proportion of students that I've worked with have had confidence issues from one time to another, especially when they're approaching a concert stage or they're approaching an exam situation. It has been a rare occurrence that I haven't had a student that I've had to work with on this level. Usually if a student is overconfident, they're going to lose out on some key elements of performance. It's good to be a little bit anxious about a performance because you that means you care about what you're doing. But a good tutor knows how to develop confidence in a healthy, balanced way. The third and very, very important point good tutors should do is to give concert opportunities to no matter what the skill level of the student is. I know from my own personal experience when I was learning music, I was never given the opportunity of playing in concerts, which meant that I felt I was being kind of sidelined, put into the corner because I wasn't good enough. Now, that's a dangerous feeling for any musician to develop, that there, this idea of not being good enough. Please don't allow that to happen. It's not worth it. Any skill can be learned. We know that that golden talent, that golden percentage of talent might be only one to two percent of the 98 or 99 percent of hard work and effort. That talent is only two percent. And for the large majority of students, they're not going to go to British, you know, do these huge competitions that are on television and so on. However, that shouldn't mean that they should be put into a corner and left behind. A good tutor should encourage them to push them up on the stage, get them going, give them that inspiration to keep going, to see what they can do, give them the vision of what they can do by actually giving them the opportunity to do it. The fourth thing that any good tutor should do is to encourage creativity. And this includes improvisation and more. Now, back in episode, episode 57, I referred to a genre, the genres of music any musical student should uh, learn throughout their musical education. And one style was jazz music and learning how to improvise from ear. What a huge skill to have. And in my own story, when I was a young kind of intermediate student, I started writing music and I showed it to my teacher and the response was not great. I didn't feel as if I had anything to offer. I wasn't shown how to improve my writing. I wasn't shown how to develop this skill into a better skill. My teacher listened to it very mannerly, but she didn't give me any suggestions on how to improve it. Maybe there was nothing she could do. I don't know at the time. However, as a tutor, I now know that if a student comes to me with something that they have created, I will give it the respect it deserves. I will encourage that student to keep writing. They mightn't get it right the first 10 times they try, but by the 11th attempt, they might have something really, really special. So never, never should a tutor disregard improvisation and creativity. Actually, they should encourage it. After all, isn't that what music is about? 
So there's my four key points today that I just wanted to bring to your attention that if you're doing your research now, which I think you should be doing if you want to find a good tutor in advance of the new academic year coming in August, September, October of the end of each year, these are four key points that you should look out for. That if you're reading about a tutor or you want to ask them questions, that you have this knowledge that you can just ask the relevant questions to help guide your decision. So just to recap the four points, number one is a tutor should develop a good musical foundation incorporating goals of achievement throughout the year, whether that be in the form of doing music exams, theory exams should be part of that as well. Secondly, a music tutor should develop confidence in the student. Thirdly, the tutor should allow concert opportunities to every student, no matter what their skill level. That does not matter. It doesn't matter what their skill level is. It's up to the tutor to help that uh, student to get to the relevant level of skill so as they're suitable for that concert stage, even though they might have the performance nailed down. And fourthly, a good tutor should encourage creativity, which includes improvisation and much more besides. And if, again, if you refer back there to episode number 57, you will hear about the genres of music and why these genres of music I think every student should learn are so important. Now, I hope that has helped you to get you thinking in the right direction about choosing the best tutor you can find. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Many have come up to me and asked, Sylvia, let me ask you a question. I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure, what can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.